Today's show is brought to you by RX Bar. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash get it. I don't get it. Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the I Don't Get It Podcast. This week, we are talking about none other than Taylor Swift. You guys have been asking for it. It's Naz. Lauren. And Ashley. And we have a special guest in the studio today. Hi, it's Oscar. Yeah, the biggest Taylor stan I think in ever. So this is going to be fun. You, you may not remember, uh, you know, <laughs> you guys may not remember that Oscar was on our Harry Styles podcast a couple of months back, talking about his experience meeting Harry Styles and how amazing that was. Well, he told me the other day that if he had to choose between Harry and Taylor, he would actually pick Harry. And oh. what did you say? You said you picked Taylor no, I picked over Taylor. No, you said Taylor, right? <laughs> Yeah, I would choose Taylor. I told my mom this like when I was in high school. I would choose Taylor Swift over her. Like I told everyone in my family knows that I if it came down to Taylor Swift versus the world even, I would say save this so, beautiful So like Mary fuck kill in your life. Kill your mom. <laughs> if someone was holding Taylor Swift in my mom's house, kill like, your mom. mom, this is for the greater good. I'm so sorry. Like, and then that way, Taylor would also feel like even more connected to me because I killed my mom for her. Since I was 14 years old, I was listening to Taylor Swift. And it's the emotional connection I've been through with her is unprecedented for me. I think maybe for a lot, it's like a deeper relationship than most people have with anyone in their lives. So it's a big attachment. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know how we're going to get through this next hour with not, with all of us, not all talking over each other. Because we all have so many so much thoughts. Sex. Well, I don't know. Song. I judge oh you and because you don't video. have albums on your phone. Like you don't have her albums. Like you didn't know her music. So <laughs> I, what do you mean? I didn't know like her you music. don't like know her non-singles. I know some of her non-singles, but not like all of them. Okay. No. I'm not. See, see I, I like deep cuts. Yeah. I, I like judge hardcore for this. This is like the one of the men, this is one of the I was gonna say the Freudian slip. Like oh, this is one of the many things I judge you for. No, this is like one of the few things that I like really like actually have like a little bit of tension towards you for. Like it's like you can't really stand Taylor Swift if you don't have every album plus the bonus track. Well, here's cuts, the thing: yeah. is what I was gonna say before you had to go back and say what you're gonna say is I feel like I'm very privileged to sit at this table because I am not a stan. Like I feel like you guys are like hardcore stands, like music people and like i started listening to taylor swift right when red came out like i knew all her old like yeah. singles but i really started loving her for who she was as an artist when when red came out when i moved to la like on my own that's like my taylor swift story. see i think because i've always been very dramatic and very emotional and very sensitive even as a 14 year old especially so discovering taylor swift at that age when she you know was 16 she like just released her album discovering her then was groundbreaking really because then if you're crazy and emotional and dramatic, there's no way you can't stand Taylor Swift because she is so extra and so sensitive and so over the top that, like, she speaks to you on another level. And I remember, like, having a crush on a boy in high school and then going home and listening to Teardrops on my guitar and reenacting the music. But, like, that's the level. Like, I held my guitar, cried to Teardrops on my guitar. And that's how me and Taylor became so close. Like, we go way back. You and I have talked about how, like, sometimes when I'm alone, like, I do everything like Taylor. Like, I'll do, like, the eyes. Like, when I sing her, her songs in the car by myself, like, everything is so extra. It's, like, unreal. And, like, I, like, purse my lips. or like not purse them, but I, like, extremely painful I, like, cover them. You know, like, so I talk like this. You know? Her arm Wait, goes up in the air. Do you really you know? do that? Yes. Like that. The story That's it. starts oh my when God. it was hot and it was summer and um 
<laughs> She's doing it right now. We need to be videoing this. I know. My favorite, she does also does like her little head nod. She goes, every time she says something sad, sings something sad, she goes. Um, Ashley was here for Halloween and actually did an amazing job Iconic. making herself look like her as a yes. girl with brown hair and brown eyes and dark ass eyebrows. She like really mm-hmm. Which Taylor were you for Halloween? Well, Took off some guitar. Taylor. Yeah, it was just before Fearless came out. So it was like a couple it was like a week before Fearless had come out. Or you know, Halloween 2000. Yeah, so and um and eleven, nine, uh, eight, eight, eight. Yeah, 11, 11, 2008 is when. Okay, right. Out. So it was yeah. a couple. It was <laughs> a couple. Of, it was like a week early, and I was in like this weird phase because I hated her because of Joe Jonas, but I also like wanted to be her so hard. So I was like for this weird like Lizzie, our best friend Lizzie from like the past decade is sitting next to us. She's not part of the podcast right now, but she's responding to everything. <laughs> in the so if you hear someone go, yeah, me too. <laughs> 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 if we had more mics, we'd have her join in. But then we'd even. I don't know, you guys. But I was Taylor for Halloween. It was like just exerting so much. I I just had so much built into me that I had to be here for Halloween. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. I want to be here all the time. So. All right, we need to pause on the Taylor conversation for a second and talk about Movement Watches. It was founded by two kids who, they were college kids, and they wanted a nice fancy watch, but they couldn't break the bank. So they decided to start Movement Watches that just start at $95. At a department store, you'd be looking at $400, $500 for things like this. And I have a couple watches by them now. They're all really sleek, classic design. They're well-made. They're minimalistic. They actually look like Taylor Swift would wear these watches because, you know, classic red thing, red lip thing that she likes. You know, just Taylor is a classic woman up until this album. I've been getting compliments up the wazoo since I have put these watches on. I don't normally wear watches, but since I got these and they're so comfortable and they just really complete an outfit, I've been starting to wear one every day. So if you want to get your Taylor Swift-esque watch, head over to movement.com slash get it and you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Just make sure that you're going to movement.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T. Again, Watch has a really clean, nice design, getting compliments like crazy. I see some of you guys complimenting me on it too. So head over to movement.com slash get it and join the movement. Before we get into her new single, I want to ask you how you feel about Katy Perry as a human and Kim Kardashian as a human and how this all falls into your Taylor obsession. That is a great question, Lauren. That's a beautiful question. Well, yeah, that's really hard hitting. (laughs) I used to really like Katy. I remember I was at the concert where she brought Katy out, like for, what was it? It must have been Speak Now or something, when they used to be friends. So I'm very much like Taylor is my sister and whoever she's friends with, I'm friends with it. Whoever she has beef with, I immediately have beef with. So once things started turning on Katy, I, being the good loyal friend I am said oh girl I gotta cut off Katy Perry and I did and I mean I like went I went to Katy Perry meet and greet back in the day I used to like really enjoy her but it also helps out uh, Katy's music also like stop being good it's just terrible it's terrible so that's made it easy easy for me Kim I've never I'm never that attached to she's like the least but you love Kylie I love Kylie I love Kylie Jenner a lot I like just Kylie um I don't even know what it is I, I think mostly just because she got so much plastic surgery so young and I was like I want to do that too so I think that's why <laughs> so, I think that's why I really like Kylie really but everyone else I don't really so I'm not attached to Cam so I, I mean when 
the Taylor Swift is over party when Kim exposed her. I literally was like, I was tweeting on it and I was like, I had, I had, people know me on Twitter as a Taylor stan, so I was like, oh my god, I have to cover my tracks, I have to cover my bases. I was like, I don't know, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who this girl is. I, I don't know her. I saw for but a second. What kind I turned, of loyal friend are you? It was too much. Like she was caught. She was caught red-handed. Wait, well, Ashley, I have to ask. Were what were your guys' stance on that? Because I feel like you guys love the Kardashians uh, like I do. Oh well, I was in a point in my life where I had to side with Kim and Kanye because it like ran deep. Like there were so Whoa, many things so at the time that I Kim. wanted to expose because I had receipts of them, and I was like, I can't believe that I'm contractually obligated not to expose this. But I desired you so much, so I had to be t- team. So this was like personal for you. What it about you, Lauren? I just didn't think any of it was that big of a deal. I was, oh, wow. I did not understand why people were like blowing their heads up because I was like, what Taylor did was what everyone does, you know, in the industry. And then I don't know. I just really didn't, really didn't care. About yeah, it. I but, was kind of like you. Like I, I love Kim. Kim can do like literally no wrong for me, and I feel like she should have called her out. But I didn't hate Taylor for yeah, it. Call and her I, up for what? Really? Like. For agreeing over the phone. Okay, but to we like have Kanye to clarify that back then it was she supposedly said that that wasn't the problem. The sex line wasn't her problem. Yeah. The the real problem was the bitch line. Yeah. Now, now in hindsight, a year removed, I say that I believe I I fall somewhere in the middle of these things. Like I'm sure there's right and wrong on both sides. I would agree. I yeah. would agree. I'm not like a delusional Taylor Stan. I think yeah. that she definitely is a little bit, a little bit problematic, but I don't think she deserves a lot of the criticism. I agree. She doesn't I deserve. Yeah. yeah, she gets way too much criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anyone great. went through like any like publicist emails and seeing like what happens with every artist and like every that would happen with everyone. But what I thought, I thought it was so nice of Kim and Kanye to kind of go out of their way and give her a call. Like as a songwriter, you can write whatever you want about anyone. That's literally you I really agree. can if you want to. I'm sorry, you but can. I think that they wouldn't if like everything was so bad already between them like he was the one that interrupted her so and they're the one like he kept kind of bringing it up so i feel like that's why he had to but also in taylor's defense i think another thing that made her mad especially kind of relating to the new song people were like why is she bringing this up like it's over he also commissioned a naked mm-hmm. real like realistic statue of her and later in bed and for all these people to come in and see and she just got and she, now we know that she went to a sexual assault thing right. too. So you what? Someone she got David oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think people forget that too. So she does have a right to be mad. I'm like glad that, I think after this it'll be over. Yeah. But she did have a right to be mad. Yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know if it'll be over. I feel like this song and video together has really set the tone for like, I'm poking fun of myself. I'm a fucking genius. And like, I'm not apologizing anytime soon. And that's kind of why I think it will be laid to rest. Because it'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. what is she going to no, do? She's, just, we she's have just owning to up to it. Album just, to know. I think that Kim and Kanye are, have already like, conjured up something. I think they've oh, conjured up something else. Really? Yes. Okay, well, hold on. I'm sorry. We have to backtrack like almost a decade right now because I do have to start with my fundamentals of Taylor Swift. Beautiful. And I know we're kind of backtracking and I don't really care. Like, I don't care if this is like a messy podcast because I think there's a lot this to is be just so iconic. There's too much. Yeah, there's a lot of history. Okay, so obviously first album, loved it, blah, blah, blah. She like spoke to my my uh, fantasies, you know, like she was like telling my fairy tales. Like she basically was like having, or so I thought like the romances that I wish I could have. Like I just wanted to lie in the, the bed of some guy's truck and like look up at the stars. <laughs> and I wanted at that time for the guy to look and be Joe Jonas. So, or a guy named Steven. <laughs> Steven. Steven. Hey, Steven. 
Oh. Hey, Steven. I, like, related Hey, Steven to, like, so many other boys. Okay, so... <laughs> What happened is that she started dating Joe Jonas, so this didn't really work out in my mind. <laughs> and you know how when those kind of reports keep coming out, you're like, oh, she was at that concert, and then she was at that concert, and like, and then you're just like, oh, they're just friends, right? They're just friends. I keep saying they're just friends. And then... <laughs> I see the anxiety. <laughs> the anxiety. Oh, my God. I just remember, like, definitively. We were, like, off the map. We went on a cruise of the Mediterranean. Oh but when we returned, we had dedicated, you have no idea, thousands of dollars. My parents are literally insane now that i look back on my childhood for something that we called jonas week lizzie hop on the hop on the mic could you take over your mic for a second yeah Naz? yeah okay oh God. this is lizzie our best friend and jonas beller stan <laughs> all right lizzie yes. you were in um egypt we both had foreign vacations for some very strange well, you were on a vacation you were like what were you doing Oh, I was being a student ambassador, yeah. and then I came back and went Such to Jonas a loser. Week. Yeah, so we had what? Jonas Week, where we had bu- we had booked a hotel room at a very like five star hotel in New York City that we knew they were going to be staying that we at knew the that they stay week. at. Yeah, and, and your mom basically like comped me the entire time because I helped Lauren pass geometry. Yeah, she true. did pass geometry, which is good. <laughs> that and then is Lauren true. wouldn't I've have been able to graduate. anybody quite as hard as I tutored you. <laughs> she put toothpicks in my eyes to keep them open. I was like, you're going <laughs> to learn this and I don't care what you have. To. I was like Miss Hannigan to you. <laughs> so in this span of, I think like five weeks, we ended up going to seven Jonas Brothers concerts, but a lot of those were condensed into what we called Jonas Week. So it was it was three Madison Square Garden concerts plus Bethel, New York. That was, yeah. that was four. And then we had two more um, a couple weeks later. And while we were staying at their hotel, the guys knew us. They definitely thought we were creepy as fuck. Yeah, but for, not in a good way. But yeah, <laughs> they apparently back in the day had like some creepy nickname for us. They like us now. But what was it called? We eye didn't candy. know. We it never was eye candy. Remember? No, Lauren. That was Cinder Rhodes' nickname oh. for us. They actually different like band. Uh, different no. band. <laughs> totally different band. Definitely not eye candy. No. Um, so Trash somehow <laughs> we got into this private CD release party. Um, there was seventy-five of their closest friends and family. Maybe fifty. Um, yeah, at and then this us, Joe's like- Pizza in the Times Square area of New York City. We were allowed in. Don't know if like we got permission from like I don't know. One of the one of the security guards let us in, and I don't know. Lizzie, do you want to talk uh, about this? Sleeping on the job, letting us in. Honestly, we were there, and it was just honestly, my biggest fear in life is now being wanted somewhere that I'm, or being somewhere where I'm unwanted. Mm-hmm. I always think that I'm like, just am I? Should I be here? Because when okay? the boys looked at us, we they just written all over their face. It was like, why are you here? We walked. I've had some traumatizing boy moments, but. To the point of someone looking at you and it's being very obvious, you do not like want... Like, you are not invited. Yeah, that is possibly the worst. Lauren was hooking up with somebody in their inner circle. And he was like, here, come to my table. And at and as we slowly approach that table, Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas were sitting there and she gave me the bitchiest cat eyes I've ever seen. I Granted, she was if, 18 years old. If this and, happened today, I would have been... Hello, Taylor Swift. Hello, Joe Jonas. Hello, Nick. Yeah. Like, be very funny. But like, oh, uh, this is weird. But we would yeah. just pretend like we didn't even see them. Yeah, we were like, also, though, to we your were point. Like, Hi. If I was her, I would be so annoyed at us. Oh, looking absolutely. Back, we were so like, I can't believe she was so mean. But looking back, we're awful. But I was so Wait. happy that she was threatened by me because I was like, oh, that's because Joe's been eyeing me. Wait, like, I was what delusional. Was her, what was her body language? 
Akko. Well, taco. I mean, it was a circular table, and she just was like obviously claiming Joe as hers. But did they look like they were together? Yeah, they were together. Oh, they, they were together. together. They 100%. were dancing. A hundred percent. They had basically to do the like dirty dancing lift. Oh, the whole reason I had that little like spew before about where we were in life is because we went off the radar. Um, for a week when I came back and I first checked my, like, I don't know, did I even have Twitter on my phone back then? No, no I started texting people. I was like, are Joe and Taylor together? Are Joe and Taylor together? And then I was getting like texts from these zombies, Jonas zombies. They were saying, <laughs> they were saying they, they, these fans were texting me back being like, yeah, she was spotted again at another one of these concerts. Oh my so God. I, I have like mad anxiety. Yeah. Talking about I, I had come to the conclusion that the summer of 2008 was not the summer that Joe and I were going to date. <laughs> All right, guys, I have to stop talking about Taylor Swift for one second and tell you guys about this new whole food protein bar that I'm obsessed with. It's called RX Bar. It's made with 100% whole ingredients. And they're super transparent with their customers because they write all the ingredients, like literally on the front of the label. And their ingredients are egg whites, dates, and nuts. My favorite flavor personally is the peanut butter chocolate. It's so good. It's literally like everything you want in a protein bar. It's perfect for on the go in the morning. I have it for breakfast. If I'm hungry in the middle of the day, I'll have a fruit one. They have so many flavors. Um, they actually have 11 delicious flavor varieties. But my favorite thing about RX bars is that they're gluten-free, soy-free, and dairy-free. I have like so many issues with my stomach and there's no bullshit in this. And it literally says no BS on the front of it, but it's true. It has no artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. You literally know what you're putting in your body. So today, you guys can order it and get 25% off your first order if you're listening. All you have to do is visit rxbar.com slash get it. That's G-E-T-I-T. Again, that's 25% off your first order. All you have to do is visit rxbar.com slash get it. And I'm telling you guys, you won't regret it. It's the best protein bar out there. It's better than anything else that's on the stands at the grocery stores. Um, so be healthy and skinny and get your RX bars. All right, back to Taylor. Um, so cut to the end of the evening where Ashley like realizes this and we leave because it's just so awkward and it's just, I don't know. We just finally got the hint like three hours later to leave. Yeah. So we go back to the hotel and Ashley is crying (laughs) uncontrollably. Like, like paradise on crack honestly it was like someone fast forwarded an episode of paradise because she was just sobbing and sobbing and heaving and like and your mom was in the room and she was like what is wrong what is wrong with you why are you crying and ashley proceeds to go fuck taylor swift (laughs) like screeches it like and it will be ingrained in my brain until i die it's just ashley crying and sobbing and then in between sobs going fuck taylor swift so ashley had to hate taylor swift for a certain amount of time while she was saying joke guess what they broke up and then she started listening to taylor swift again as we said on the harry podcast i put her music into a certain file that says you can listen to this when they break up and they broke up and now she's a diehard taylor and then i don't know start dating jared (laughs) what did you do So you're not a real Taylor stan is what we've all found out. Okay, wait. Oh, it depends on who she's dating. Wait, Oscar, yes, it does. The only other time I had a problem with who she was dating was Harry. So how did you deal with Harry? Like I said, like, Taylor and I, like, she's my sister. So I was supportive and happy. I was like, whoever she's dating, I kind of feel, like, emotionally attached to. And, like, we're dating just by proxy. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm dating Harry Stott. Like, that's how I felt. (laughs) Which I don't, that's, but my relationship with Taylor is, like, so different. It's like... 
when she was dating Jake Gyllenhaal, I was like, yes, we're dating Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, but, then, <laughs> but then when she was dating Calvin Harris, I was like, Taylor, I don't know if I like Calvin. Yeah. I was like, he's not my type. I love Taylor and Calvin together. <laughs> I, I mean, and now I hate him, obviously. Yeah, I knew. I called it from the beginning. I'm like, and then when they were lasting a while, I'm like, maybe I was wrong. But then by the end, I was like, I knew it, Taylor. But they made such a fucking banger together. That song was so good. I mean. There's such a good, like, music makes sense in my head. But too much. I don't know. Calvin, the way he. When He's he, not with for him her, obviously. But yeah. mu- musically, they made, like, good music. Yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's okay. start Taylor talking Swift about. finally came out of hiding. And she came out with a maybe banger. What are your thoughts? I, for, like. This song, this is only handed over to Oscar. Is so it's such a bop. Like it took me a second to realize it because it's very dark. It's very like Disney villainy kind of like the melody and everything. It's so like Halloween Town. It's a perfect but, description, right? Disney villainy. Yeah, because it's like pop, but it's like Halloweeny. Yeah, and it's still such a jam. And at first, I was like, oh my god, where is she going with this? But then midway through, I was just like, this is like this is this girl. She's the devil, and she took my soul. Like I praise her. <laughs> it is so different, but it makes such a statement. And I think that's what she needed to. I like we we talked about this before. I don't think that the rest of the album is going to be like this song. My theory is this was the, probably the song that led itself into the snake imagery, and mm-hmm. she could have made a music video like she did that kind of buries her reputation. Like she's clearing the, the air on all the scandal, all the drama. I think this song did that for her, and I think the rest of the album is going to be very different. Dark but emotional. What I am confused about with the whole song is, is she like resending everything she's ever done? Because it looks like she just, she's making fun of herself for everything she's done in the past. And I'm like, be who you are. But I don't know how, if I'm taking it the wrong way. I think, if you, yeah, I think it's very meta. If you think about the past two and a half years for Taylor's career, it's been so, she's been like untouchable with her sales, with 1989, that whole era was so untouchable. And then the song, she comes out with the song where she's take taking control back of everyone who's caused drama, you know, the Kim and Kanye thing, even Calvin and Katie, everyone kind of coming at her, the internet basically turning on her 100%, more than she's ever dealt with before. So she comes out with a song. At first you hear it and you're like, oh my God, she's stirring up the old drama again. But then in the music video, it kind of makes sense that it's like on blank space level of like parody, self-parody, mm-hmm. okay. basically. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I think it's, I think it was her welcome to New York. Like, I think it was, it's probably going to be number one on the album. It's not. It's number and two. Is it? Number six. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I saw different lists, so that's why I was wondering. But I feel like this was just her intro. I think yeah. everything's going to sound different, just like you said. I think she had to address everything everyone's been saying. So this had to be her first single. I don't think it's a banger. It's definitely not Shake It Off, but I do love it more with the video. The video. I wish she would have released it with the video. I agree. The lyric video made it sound like it was so serious. You're like, oh my God, she's really being so dramatic about Mm -hmm. this dark era. And then we got the music video and she's like, oh, she's like, she's still that Taylor. When I saw this music video, guys, I was literally like, Taylor is, she's our Michael Jackson. Uh, That's a great comparison. The first two seconds I go, whoever doesn't think that Taylor is our Michael Jackson is an idiot. She will be the only person that we will be seeing and selling out arenas at Michael, like as far as like artistry and creativity and like, like putting like everything in his career, like in a one song and like all the drama into one song. Yeah. He does that. He did that. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, she's a genius. I mean, if you, every time you watch it, like you'll pick up something new about it too. Like, Thinking so about that's what we want you to do right now. Uh, I think like we want Ooh. you to break down the lyrics, okay. the ones that people won't look at as obviously as maybe you pick up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, the tilted stage thing. I wouldn't have known what that meant until I heard you talk about yeah. it. So really? Just describe that stuff to us. Yeah, I mean, 
to be honest, like lyrically, I think this is one of Taylor's weakest songs. Like it's good, but I mean, storytelling wise, yeah. Like yeah. we've gotten some deep, deep stories from her. She's gone into so many relationships and given us everything. So this is a little bit more like she's writing a pop song. She's still trying to be herself and like be personal, but at the end of the day, she's writing a pop song that'll get stuck in people's heads. So it's like different. But there are like little pointed things, like the tilted stage. Obviously, the life of Pablo stage when Kanye was performing um, was up in the air and it like tilted back and forth. Um, even, and she said she doesn't like the yeah she doesn't like stage. the tilted stage she's just like I don't like your tilted, tilted stage. stage I hope that hurts your feelings you know like, I don't know <laughs> I, that's why it's like <laughs> I thought it was genius I, I thought it was like, a, the, nice like I thought it was a nice like call out yeah, yeah. And, like, because kind of that tour picture. was cult like and that tour didn't it, was and, it ended badly didn't yeah, it yeah he, he went obviously yeah insane. yeah um <laughs> And the, I like Honey, I Rose Up From the Dead. I do it all the time. Like, I think that's I iconic. like that, too, because, like, no matter how many times you're like, oh, people are over her. Like, yeah. you're never going to buy her over. You're going to yeah. Yeah. yeah, I you're mean, listening. she's back, and people, either you hate it or you love it, she still is number one. She broke every single record across every streaming platform. Do you think we're going to see any relationship songs? Or she's we saying have she's not to. doing have so much. Because, I mean, Cal, the whole Calvin thing, it's her longest relationship. It's the first one she was, like, outwardly mm-hmm. public with. Like, mm-hmm. she said, thank you to my boyfriend, Calvin, and accepting an award. Like, that's how public it was. So, and then thinking about how badly it ended, like, I am so excited for these emo, dark songs about her relationship. Like, I am Same. so ready. Like, mm-hmm. I I know that I'm like she has to go deep into it because there's no way she can't I feel like Calvin and I know you guys are gonna say this is wrong but I feel like Calvin was her first real boyfriend you know how we all like guys agree. and all I, I agree, agree. No, I Calvin agree. was her first real love so that first real heartbreak I feel like she's gotta come out but I feel like the other boyfriends were kind of like the kind of boyfriends that you and I have now exactly that's where what I like mean. they she saw them sometimes and it was really highly idealized when she saw them but then it crashed and burned and I, it was I think exactly yes I think that it was just like that except the Calvin I don't think she's that heartbroken over or was that heartbroken because you can she was it's her real first boyfriend right when my real boyfriends end i like see so many bad sides of them before it ends i'm like totally over it by the end of it i think she went she literally went into like hiding Mm -hmm. and i know you know hiddleston how do you yeah so we have hiddleston too well also with calvin though like what I heard too is that if you guys remember that all of a sudden after that there was a lot of bad press that came out about Taylor. And what what was the was, problem with Calvin and Taylor? How did they break so up? The, the big thing. Well, we don't know exactly how they broke up, so that's what we have to find out. Like what exactly happened? Who we don't know who broke up with who. We know like nothing really about how it ended. We remember all of a sudden she just deleted everything from her Instagram, like all those couple photos that the vacation goals, the Swan goals, Coachella, like all the stuff. All of a sudden was just deleted, and we're like, oh shit, it's going down, and. All of a sudden, like, oh, there was all this drama. Like, there was bad articles coming out about Taylor. And then the whole thing about stealing the song credit with the pseudonym of her song. Right. But, like, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff Which, that went down. Have you dissected the video? Because there's all these lists going around yeah. now. Have you guys seen yes. them of, like, yeah. all the stuff that you may have missed in her video? And so what is the name of the synonym? Because synonym. Niels Sonnenberg. Sonnenberg, which yeah. is on a gravestone in the first in the three first, seconds yeah. of the video. Yeah. It's on the gravestone? Yeah. So yeah. right when she's crawling... Yeah. To the left of her, it there's a gravestone. There's with another the name. one, not her main one. Not it's her main next one. Next, here lies the reputation. Yeah, yeah, that's her pseudonym. So that was though. the first thing. That was her. And that's how do you say it, that word? Pseudonym. Pseudonym. That was the pseudonym she used on the, the Calvin Rihanna song that yeah. she co-wrote. Like. Yeah, and it's interesting. That's kind of where all the dramas start. Whoa. The snake dramas started. Dark. No, there's so, a lot in the video. Lot. It's amazing. What tell so us more. Tell us more. So that whole scene when she gets buried, she's wearing the Met Gala dress from 2014, and that's kind of like the start of like. 1989 because right. that was like really the end 
of um, Red in the beginning of 1989. So that's like what's significant about that. And the dress that we see her first in is coming out of, out of the, the woods. Grave, dress, which, out of which the is woods, the end. which I thought, right. Yeah. It was of just, Calvin. Yeah. And yeah. it's a, like that last big music video from 1989 too. So it's like shit. Like it's literally like the beginning of 1989 was so good. There was so much hype and everyone was so supportive. And then at the end, she, people like ripped her apart. And she was a zombie because we all, they, everyone just dragged her through the mud. Um, what about this dollar that's in the jewel oh, yeah. encased tub? Yeah. So the next scene is her in the bathtub and she's like covered in diamonds. She's bathing in diamonds literally. And then there's one. Like Spears. Yeah. And like I, a lot of, it's like such a beautiful like image. I love it. And then there's, <laughs> I'm such a, this video, my God. And then there's this $1 bill that they added in post-production. Um, and you can barely see it. It's just in there with the They diamonds. added it in post-production. See, I was so confused. I was yeah. like, how did they turn that around They were so doing fast? post-production until Friday before the music video came out. Explain yeah. to people what the dollar would mean. So basically from her court case, she countersued David Mueller for... Uh, a dollar because she didn't care about like making a bankrupt. Single dollar. She just wanted to prove. She wanted to win and prove a point. So that's what she wanted. So like a lot of people, have been like, oh, she's making fun of Kim Kardashian's robbery because she's in the bathtub covered in diamonds right. talking about crime. But this whole music video has nothing to do with anyone else except for her. And with that one dollar in there, like it's obvious. And that scene with the diamonds. She and when she was recording Blank Space, when she described it, she was describing that character as oh they think she collects her men then goes home and cries in like a bathtub of pearls um so it's kind of alluding to that whole that's like, what they would space. say about it Friends. that's what like the basically the character yeah space. that's how like that's she, how she imagined it, it yeah oh. so um it's kind of i think that character is kind of like the neck the evolution when like, she the says space i don't Taylor. like your perfect crime is do you think she's talking about how like they staged the robbery is that what no she's i think to it's say? more it like it's a robbery yeah i think it's more about the the whole like setup and well that there whole thing. is that's like the whole drama there's a robbery in the music video remember when she's yes. wearing that cat mask and that everyone's saying is for music streaming yeah. they were robbing a music streaming building yeah and that was alluding to the when she ripped all her music off everything okay and yeah the whole you know Spotify. that robbery Apple scene is so iconic everything. it's probably my favorite scene the outfits are so good my favorite scene is What's your what's your guys? Well, scene? the one I was going to talk about next is there are eight men in that one scene. The I heart TS. That's Tom, yes. right? Yeah. I yeah. Th- oh I heart TS. Duh. Um, but what about there's eight guys that I thought was supposed to symbolize her eight public relationships. Yeah, exactly. There's so many little details oh, no like way. that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I hate everyone saying that it's the formation music video. Like, there's I stood yeah. in a line like that in middle school. Like Beyonce stole it from me. Like that, just because you There's stand so in a line like reaches. that doesn't mean yeah. you're ripping off of someone. Yeah, and the music video is like it literally is all just breaking herself apart. It's so so iconic, and I love. Oh my god, when she's in the birdcage and she's swinging, and then she talks about the feast, and she holds mm-hmm. a lot. There's a rat on the um, on the table where she's eating, and I love because she's a snake and she's eating a rat. Right. That reminded iconic. me of Britney too. I feel like there was a lot of Britney I mean, looks it's a lot in this of, video. Like, I think it's like. It's kind of like the classic pop video, but it's Taylor's version. It's like right. there's little things from all these other pop yeah. artists, like Miley and the, the zombie, yeah, Michael the zombie. Jackson, yeah, yeah. Katy Perry, she's like, like with all the leopard. She's like building it together and like making it like so big and so epic that like I feel like mm-hmm. no one can really compare it. To My fear is the motor. I love the look when she's in the 
red Balmain dress with her hair slicked down like that. Like, I've snakes. never seen Taylor I like, like that. I like that, like, yeah. too. And then the, there's the venomous, the snake yeah. spits venom into the tea. Yeah, and then she starts, it's amazing. I wish that was the album cover, to be honest, because I like that image more Me than, too. like, her reputation. Me like, too. I think Me a too. full new Taylor should have long nails everywhere she goes. I think that Absolutely. Would be I think that is a transformation I need from her. <laughs> <laughs> I right, know. I have something I have to talk about. The um, car crash, it definitely looks like Katy Perry. At some certain frame. Yeah, it kind of reminded me. The second I saw it, when she held a Grammy. I was like, oh my God, is this a dig at Katie? Which I think might be. A dig at Katie? Because why the Grammy? But there's like so many like. Katie's never won one. She has 10 and Katie has none. (laughs) 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 But there's like so (laughs) many. so mean. And she's wearing like a a sequin like snake bodysuit too, which is like so iconic. And like the leopard. Guys, she's wearing leopard and Katie always wears like leopard. Katie wore leopard in a video. Yeah. and I forget which video. Yeah. And like, what was, and like the whole that was her whole theme for a while, wasn't it? Like Pink Leopard, it was like Kitty Perry. Yeah. Oh, Kitty Perry. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's it. And her perfume was like she had like a cat themed perfume and everything too. But um, I think it's all, like so. I think it's a little bit of that. But also, like I read that you know the paparazzi come and it's like I remember everyone thought she was staging all those photos like outside of the gym out here with this guy here with this mm-hmm. friend like all those photos but so isn't a bit it of that true too. that she's like super good to the paparazzi and she says like i'll take some pictures but once you get them then you leave me alone yeah which is, i think is smart to yeah be i think so yeah. too that's what, that's what everyone does and she always looks perfect in every paparazzi except not when she's like hiding herself because then you know she's not trying to do it but what oh, those photos when she always used to come out of the gym looking perfect i was like sweetie you don't even I need can't. to go to the gym I wait can't. but were what you about- saying were you about to say that there was something in the video alluding to that kind of, basically like, how the paparazzi are like, swarming her like at like right at the scene of the car crash mm-hmm. yeah of course and she looks we've perfect. been yeah, riding exactly. hard. Uh, the motorcycles that was so cool and she picked I, both yeah, of them up i loved her like whole oh my god wait the squad scene is so That's wait, wait, wait i'm not about. done with that just being though first off we've been watching princess diana things all week long so i was like paparazzi <laughs> killed her too yeah. um <laughs> but then here what about the road i read there's something like having to do with a song from red and the road driving, stopping road uh driving a red maserati, or maserati yeah red, 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 red. Street. i said that too then all like the straight men that were around me said it's not a maserati <laughs> it's a bugatti all right guys this is thrilling but we have to take a moment for our sponsor bioclarity you guys know i love bioclarity because it doesn't have any harsh chemicals but it makes my skin so clear there's a three-step system we're going to cleanse treat and restore but they added a new moisturizer called bioclarity hydrate it hydrates your skin with this lightweight breathable oil-free moisturizer that has been designed for even the most sensitive skin types it's called a skin smoothie because it softens and hydrates your skin with floralux and it also minimizes the look of pores even skin tone and texture and redness and it can be used alone or in combination with the bioclarity system so say you don't have an acne issue and you don't want to use the whole bioclarity three-step process you can just buy the bioclarity hydrate and see how great this moisturizer is if you have any sort of if you're prone to any sort of irritation you guys know that my skin is so sensitive but with this new 
this new moisturizer, I like moisturizing because I never get like that burn stingy feeling. So head over to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. That's bioclarity.com. Enter the code GETIT. All right, back to T-Swift time. We have to talk about the squad scene because I think it's so iconic considering all the controversy the bad blood stirred up. I mean, it's a fucking factory line. You have to talk about what bad blood did start up. Okay, so after bad blood came out, obviously squad goals became such a huge thing across social media in general. Even non-Taylor fans, squad goals was a humongous thing. But then there was all this controversy of people saying... It's such an unrealistic, unattainable goal for women because they all are supermodels and they're all tall and skinny. Lena Dunham was in it. (laughs) I know. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but like they weren't all models. Yeah. There were were actresses and friends. And even like other celebrities, like I think Chloe Moretz like did a whole interview where she said, yeah, Taylor invited me to be in her squad. But I said no, because I just thought it was, uh, it was so include it wasn't in- inclusive it was so exclusive to other women it wasn't a good example blah 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 and then she st- took that back because it was a fucking assembly line of girls to be in her squad and they're all in the bad blood outfits and she's at the top she's a dictator because everyone thinks that she keeps her friends on payroll to say good things about her so she's at the top she's a fucking dictator the, there's there's her little photos of her cats in the background <laughs> i mean yeah, because that's what she would play during 1989. Yeah. They're all the cats. Yeah. Wow, I it's just got so, that. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. And I also, love, I also love that Taylor's like a cat lady through and through. Even when she's like trying to be badass, like there's still so many little cat references. That's one is, thing I'm not, I'm not on the tea wagon for. Oh, I literally... You guys, do you know that I got the same cat as her so we could relate? No, like, you have I did. You and have I posted, a real life cat right now? I have three really? and two. Did you name them, no, you name them Meredith and... No. Well, I got my names? first cat. Yeah, Meredith Meredith and and I got my first cat when she got hers, but it wasn't the same breed. And then um, I ended up getting two Scottish folds so I can relate to her. And the, But then it's now so I found her exact funny. breeder in New York. So now I have to get, a th- now I have to get another cat to be... Ide- you like, live with your mom and dad, right? The what? You live with your mom and dad, right? Now I do, yeah. yeah okay, so your mom and dad just like are inherited all these exactly. cats because of Taylor I, Exactly. Then when I move back out on my own again after I play for plastic surgery, then I'm going to get another this cat. This is amazing. Yeah. And it's going to be... I found the exact breeder, and so I'm going to get a direct <laughs> heir. A direct heir to the Swift <laughs> And what are you going to name it? I, the How to Get Away with Murder lead name. <laughs> First of all, her friendship with Shonda Rhimes is kind of like. But it's I after it. Olivia from Law and Order, right? Okay. But Meredith Grey. Oh, yeah, I Meredith thought Grey. it was yeah. Olivia from Scandal. No, no I think no. she watches Scandal too. But yeah, they, Olivia, they're friends, her and Shonda. Yeah, and her sure. songs in the new TGID teaser. Yeah, which is all over the place. But guys, my favorite. Can I just talk about my favorite part of the movie real quick? Because I thought that. Because the, the whole. Movie. It I mean, is like a movie. It is like a movie. movie. The video. The whole video, I'm not going to lie, it was like, this is a really good video but it is a play on like everything we've seen before there was like nothing really original and i like to see original things i felt like, like it was the most original thing i've like ever kendrick seen like kendrick lamar dam was like i was like wow this is like i creativity. was like wow last night well it looks like thriller meets a Nicki minaj meets a Katy perry like it was she was but parodying. i think it's also pop like it, the genres are so different right like, it was all stuff you've seen before car scenes but when she's at the top and all the old tailors are climbing up to her, I was like, this is epic. epic. So that epic. was the part of the mm-hmm. video where I was like, this is a good music I video. I don't know. She drew me in the second she came out of the ground. And then at the end, I was like in awe of like how 
perfectly precisely it's scripted I between was all scared, the tailors. But like it was so perfect that I was like, oh my god. I mean, like, first of all, we we have to talk about all the looks that are in that pyramid of tailors. Yeah. Yes. Because I honestly, how? Like, they were so exact. And it's not even, like... She wore all the actual outfits. Yeah. No, it was, like, her face, like, changed back to, like, how she used to look. Yeah, that's why I was... Like, the fearless one was, like, kind of... Like, they must have CGI'd something to make it look like... I think they did. They probably did. You're right. Yeah, you're so right. It I mean, if be. Tupac can be a hologram at Coachella, like I'm sure they can do it's that. It's just That's so true. crazy. Because the CGI one with the video. you belong with with you belong with yeah. me is like holy moly. Yeah, insane. Because it's for like what ten years now. It's but like, her yeah. shirt for was it twenty two? The one where she has all the writing on you her shirt. With me. Yeah, yeah. You, you belong, belong with me. Yeah, you belong with me. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. Um, it has Selena's name. Yeah, it has on the it. updated squad. But isn't this just showing us again how calculated she is? Yeah, she's totally calculated. So she's I think we can, true to I think we can admit with like this. You want, like you want her to. I just, to. like, she's, okay, fine. She's stay poking fun at herself while staying true to herself while answering and, everyone's and questions that they've had. back. Exactly. Yeah. It's so genius. I mean, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie really come here good. for a second. I feel like you have, like, a really good way to describe this. So she, like, is the queen of a narrative, and she is just a... I think she's a genius because she's an artist that actually understands what you per- what you put out there is just as important as like the art you create. And so half the I mean Kanye does the same thing but no one would ever think twice because it's Kanye, mm-hmm. but like if Taylor does it it's like oh she's being this, she's doing this and I think that's just like overall just how you look at like a pop star in general, but the entire video is like an ode to everything pop where it's like it's so meta in so many different ways. I don't know like, what meta means. It's like layers upon itself almost. Like it's a video inside a video okay. inside of it. Okay. Okay. Isn't it also just like extreme self awareness? So yeah, she takes she like took back her narrative. So she was like, You wanna say this about me? Well, like you can't because I'm gonna flip it on its head and I'm gonna own that now. And I'm gonna poke fun at myself, which she had to do, and, which was genius. And Lizzie says that it's yes. sort of what I've done, whereas like, oh, you're gonna call me the crier, oh you're gonna call me dramatic. Well, I'm gonna feed off this. And I'm, I'm just like I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna continue right. being myself and which is what she's that always done, but this up. is like too so extreme. This because isn't extreme because so she has killed happening. the old self. Well, it's like the same way like people used to go against bullies. You're like, if you take back what you're saying, you're like, I don't really care. Then it's the same thing, you know. Like, no one could ever make fun of you for crying now because you're like, dude, I say this every day, so it's not anything new. Like, come up with something new to make fun of me right. about. One hundred percent. I just think her team, Beyonce's team, and Kanye's team are the genius, and the, like whoever those producers and people are, like the meetings, the people that she consults with, like are fucking genius. Beyonce like, is like a whole different podcast for me because this is something that like I actually truly don't get. I think she's very talented and very beautiful, but I don't get like the absolute frenzy that people have over her. She doesn't I'm talk to Oscar. us as a human. She doesn't talk to us on a yeah, human Yeah, we don't know. I'm just strictly talking teams. I know, like, I know. The people that work. I'm, and, just, like, I'm work. just bringing up a whole different topic. Yeah. 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 No, I, like, I, I don't know who Beyonce you. is, but I think I know who Taylor is. I think yeah. I know who Kanye is. We only know yeah. who Sasha Fierce is because that's who she is on yeah. stage. Beyonce is like a person we have no idea. But what worried but, me or made me a little bit anxious was at the end, there's like the 15 Taylors mm-hmm. and there's 15 tracks on the album, but then there's that one Taylor that's on the back of the plane. And the back of the plan, yeah, yeah. yeah. The reputation with yeah. the spray paint. Oh. So there's 15, so it's like that represents all Bonus of reputation, tracks. but then, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, is that like the real Taylor all along? Like, she presented all these like constructs and all these like facades of Taylor, but then is the real one really in hiding, like in the back, 
the one that the pu- yeah vandalizing. Is she like the puppeteer in the that. back? That makes me. I'm like, I like. That. I'm like, do I know her? I like that too. She keeps in re- reinventing herself. People call Madonna the queen of inventing, reinventing herself. She really like, and she does it where it's like it's been subtle, like each era. So like you don't really see the whole change. But then mm-hmm. when you have all the eras all like the together, other, yeah, so different. You're like, oh my god, she really has changed a lot. So true. But she does this in little increments, so you're never like shocked. You just until like, I still, now. Yeah, until now. now. This is like huge. yeah. I huge. love Goth Taylor Swift. I also feel like uh, of our age group that we've really grown up with her. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I know that listening to her first album, like I related to that. But then when um, when Fearless came out, I was like, oh, I don't really relate to the other one anymore. This is my this is like I'm living mm-hmm. this right now. And it happens with every single yeah. album, especially mm-hmm. like with with Speak Now and Red. Like I was like, girl. Thank God for you for like putting all my thoughts and feelings into things that I can like kind of relive and just like work through by listening to the music. I think you're right. So true. Like whoever said Lena Dunham was the voice of our generation. Like it's really. No, no, no. I've always said that I feel like when it comes to TV shows and it comes to like writing for screen, I think Lena is that. But I'm saying, and I think Taylor is it for music. I think in life it's Taylor. Well, I've just never related to a show as much as I do with girls and songs. Taylor Swift, you know. And I think there's a reason that they're close friends. Yeah. Um, Oh, what they relate to girls are enough. Like, do you think doesn't he have like a little inspo on this album? Yeah, he produced it. Right. So like. I'm curious as to what your opinion is with like his job producing this first song. Um, I, it's a funny like I feel like at first I didn't realize it was a Jack song because he is such like a, like out of the woods is so like specifically him and he did Lord's album too and it's so it has such like a sound to it like this 80s kind of thing so at first like it was so Halloweeny and like spooky that I'm like I didn't really realize it was him but then he's like on the background vocals a little bit but. I mean, 1989, I think, was so good and cohesive because she had uh, Max Martin and Shellback do it. I love Max Martin. It, they're so, like, they're kings of pop. Like, mm-hmm. they, so it'll be interesting to see, like, who she's working with on this album. So This album is going to be, cr- like, insane. I'm I know. so excited I'm so for excited it. I'm so excited for what's so to come because look what you made me do. I really, really like it. I like it better with the video, but I don't love it. Like, I'm not it's listening not to it yeah. nonstop. Yeah, for sure. In the car, which is what I normally do with mm-hmm. Taylor's song. When, like I, good, when like I first got it, I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, this is bad Katy Perry song. But then, of course, we heard it for the second time. I was like, okay, never mind. This is, this is good. And then when the video came out, I was like, boom, never mind, sold. Yeah. You yeah. got the creepy vibes from it, which is what I totally needed. Yeah. 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 And at first, like, it took a while for me. Like, I really liked it at first. And then I, after, like, a day, I'm like, maybe I don't like it as much as I did. And then the video came out. I'm like, oh, my God, this <laughs> is, it's good. And my, <laughs> I, but I'm also on that dramatic level where it's like, oh, my God, like, this song, I need to cause drama. I, I need to reinvent myself. I need to go all black. Like, I'm kind of on that same level where I want something to happen so I can just, like, reinvent myself and delete all my social media and come back. Oh, my God, you guys, I'm planning a snake photo shoot. I didn't even... I can't believe I haven't said Wait, this. Wait, what? <laughs> what does that even mean with real snakes? I want to rent a snake so I can do, like, a similar thing. Are you going to have a pink background that, for a snake? That's exactly what I was thinking. You can go to Santa Monica Pier and touch one for free. Okay, well, I want... I, I run away my, from them every time I'm I need there. something, like, a little bit more official. I want, like, someone to bring in, like... A, have you seeked out a, get a pink this, snake? I just started today. That's what I was thinking about, like, albino or something. Sure, you can get an albino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want. And I need, like, I want to, like, I want one photo that's me with a snake. And then I want one that's me with, like, the baseball bat and the cat mask. Like, I really want to, this music video is just inspired. Halloween's definitely going to be fun. It does inspire me to be more of a badass. Doesn't it? It makes me want to be like, I. What you get? Well, I, I always, like, my whole thing is, like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm always like that. But this, like, makes me just, like, I don't know. It makes want to like, rebel even yeah. a little bit more. Let's rob She's something. Gonna, uh, <laughs> let's rob something. <laughs> okay, but I want to go back to songwriting just for a second. 
Um, Fearless was, quote, completely written by her. I know there's a lot of people in, in the industry that say that she, like, pays all people to... Like eliminate their name. What do you guys think? I guess she so writes, mad. but she not produces, right? No, Correct? no, no. She wrote completely fearless she by wrote, herself, and it yeah. seems as if like time goes on, the songs are like more co-written by her. How do you feel? Um, I think the first album she only had one other like co-writer, and that album for like a sixteen-year-old girl was pretty epic. And then fearless. Well, I think that's why there was like all those rumors about fearless, and that's why the next album she's like, okay, you guys said this, I'm gonna write the whole album completely on my own. She always does that. Like she always addresses those. It's funny thinking about it. Like she always takes those rumors in between albums and then comes back and like proves them all wrong, which is so fun. How excited are you to read the liner notes of this album? I, I'm kind of nervous. Like I want to know exactly what she's gonna do because this is, album has been so different from the other ones. Like I'm not sure she's gonna do it this. Yeah, time. exactly. She because yeah. she literally her last. Photo I guess we should posted, describe for, for like non Taylor stands. Um, oh, that's funny. But like <laughs> you guys, she puts like little messages that you have to figure out, like put letters and words together to find out like one long sentence or just like what each song is, who each song is specifically about, and all that in the liner notes of her albums. So I and just for, don't know if she's going to do it again. Yeah, but she's one? coming out that huge like magazine thing. Did you guys see that? Yeah, like it's a 100 page thing. But that has like her paintings and poems do you and think, stuff. Do you think it'll be in there? I don't know. But she literally, her last Instagram was um, there will be no what did she say? There'll be no more information. There'll just be reputation or something like that. Yeah. So she's oh, like, she's not doing it. I think. Yeah, yeah that's why she's I'm not like, doing it. Yeah. That's so one thing I'm annoyed about. I don't know if this pisses you guys off, but it's just so annoying to me how obvious it is that she's not doing her social media. And I know a lot of celebs don't do their own social media. I'm not an idiot. I know that. I just hate that. Like with this huge comeback, she's just made. It's so always obvious. been the one that like, prides herself on being hands on. Yeah, yeah. read the captions. It's like head to TaylorSwift.com for the. And I'm like, don't give me this bullshit, that's Taylor. What it made like, me write sad a caption. Too. That's what we don't know. This her. whole yeah. era just scares me because I feel like she's trying to detach her fans herself from her fans more. Because normally we feel very connected to her. We feel like she's speaking to us, and now I feel she's like, oh, I'm taking a step back. You guys are gonna have to like look up at me instead of like yeah, feel like an equal. I, would agree. That I don't makes think me that, guys. Too. I think this. I think this song is more to the Katie's and Calvin's and Kim's and Kanye's over her fans. I think we're going to see in the next, hopefully, two songs. That's my hope. That everyone's going to fall in love and we'll get that heartbroken song. Because we haven't gotten any. Not with this darkness going on. I know. But it doesn't mean that that's, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't mean there's not going to be a really relatable. All right, Lizzie's like, here, like literally dying to speak. So hold on. The reason here you go. she had to be so hands on with her fans for 1989 is because she completely changed her sound. So because she left country True. music, she had to become pop. So in order to do that and be successful, she had to keep her fan base and she had to grow it and build it and make them feel like, hey, I'm changing. Things are going to be different. But like, it's like a divorce. It's like she's like You're had so to be right. really hands on and be like, I mean, everything she did was so. It's like she focus grouped it. She was like, what effects would this have if I did mm. this? It's like she views everything in life as a chess game. So it's like if I move a piece here, what's the what's everyone going to say or what's the what are the effects? So like for 1989, she had to be so much more like opening her world up to her fans to continue to have that fan base that was so in love with her country music and then it would hear she's going pop and then immediately cut her off and be like, oh, I'm done with you. Like, you don't care about us. She had to show like, yes, I care even more. My sound's changing, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. So right now she's like, yes, probably being more hands-off, but it's also like with her vibe of like she's being reborn again. So like I think she'll get more and she's not going to hint at stuff to keep fans waiting because like 
she has everybody at their fingertips yeah. waiting to see what she's going to do next, that it's like she can be more secretive to that degree. So true. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see, like, what happens after the album drops. Like, when she's actually back, will she start tweeting more or posting yeah, more? Yeah, how will like, she be yeah. in interviews? She like, I'm just, who is she? The only thing that I just, just um, disagree with with Lizzie is that I feel like she's always been very attached to her fans, even when she was just concentrating on a country fan base. But I think 1989 amplified it with, yeah. like, the secret sessions and, like, give the swiftness and Tumblr. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I, I met her, I won a contest and met her when We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together came out. And she was, like, so, her and her mom were so nice and, like, gave us these gift bags and took us to the tour and stuff. And she was still, like, super hands-on and personal. But, like, those opportunities were rare, like, few and far between. But then... With 1989, it was like almost like she was inviting people to hang out there at the Grammys. Like it was so next level. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But guys, it look what we made her do. It's not her doing. It was like everyone going after her with like a pitchfork, which is why, in her eyes and her genius like managers, she's she has to come back this way. Like, right. This is what we made her do. I applaud that. Lauren, do I you have anything that. to say? I think Nazler just wrapped it up for me. Because I was like, what does look what you made me do fucking mean? And it was like, look what you made me do. I'm a completely different person. You wanted it. So. Exactly. This um, is what you guys wanted. Yeah. yeah. And I just have to say that what other artists do we sit around and just dissect their every move like other than Taylor Swift? Like really no. Like no of one. course, like no I'm one. very entrenched in like the pop country, like mainstream stuff. So. I don't. I'm sure there's niches out there aside from Beyonce, right? Right. But like, I, these kind of discussions are something that people used to have. Like, I would say, like in like the 70s and 80s about, about like the these huge icons, and just a demonstration that like Taylor Swift will be a, an icon one day. She is. Before we wrap up, though, I feel like because we are who we are, I think it's weird to not talk about this new love interest that oh, she yeah, has. Totally. That's oh, yeah. what I forgot. I, was yeah. say, I know you have so know. many questions, guys. We kind of got to hit upon this. Yeah, but I don't know much, which is crazy. Well, we don't is, know. Yeah, we don't also know much. Actually, something so we would do if we started liking a guy is like kind of like not telling anyone about it because right. we don't want to jinx it. Right. So I'm thinking maybe Taylor's like, I went way too public with Calvin. Yep. You got to stay in a closet, trapped in the closet. Or Kelly, you're not coming out to her. This is just part of her new image. She's just being secretive, and that's why I'm concerned about her album not being about her relationship. Hmm. Uh, Oscar, do that you have is a, that's from, a legit concern, yeah, Lauren. I'm very concerned. Now I'm concerned. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Me that's but not going to happen. I think Oscar, just, what do you know? What do you know based on the Access Newsroom about Joe? Yeah. I mean, he's an. Um, people are saying like Emma Stone might have connected them because he was in Emma Stone's movie, and like Emma and Taylor have been friends for a long time, not as publicly, but I still think they are close enough where they would still talk, and that's kind of how they met. But. I mean, she's been really keeping it on the radar. She's been flying with them from, like, London and the States back and forth a lot in the past few months. They were, I think the last sighting of them together was, like, in July when they were in Nashville together on her balcony. It was, like, the last... July? So where are these pictures? Because I feel like she hasn't been seen at all. There, I mean, it was, like... Last picture I saw of her was her in that hoodie when everyone yeah, was walking. Like, oh, yeah. my God. It dark. was, like, bef- around before July 4th, maybe, in, like, early July or late June. And then she was in Nashville on her balcony. The photos were, like, she looked like a blurry little thing. But she was her and Joe on the balcony in Nashville. And that was, like, the last time we've seen. And that's kind of, I don't know. I'm really interested to see, like. Wait, I don't, is he cute? Like, is he tall? Like, I don't he find kind of him look, attractive. He kind of looks like her brother a little bit which yeah he weird, looks like a right? younger <laughs> is he younger than her he looks I don't even younger know yeah, he's he like two her. years younger or something. Yeah. oh he is for real yeah younger? 
Oh, wow. But, like, she's flying across the, like... The pond? And, <laughs> it's a pond. But, like, how is she, like, out in London? Oh, my like, God. Do they just hibernate in the house? Good, there's, like, a good... On Tumblr, someone I followed said... Um, and this was, like, months ago. They said, oh, my God, I ran into someone who um, looked just like Taylor, but in a brunette wig. Oh. So she is in... And then when that came out with, like, a, about Joe and, like, maybe disguise or something, she was like, oh, my God, that was Taylor in a wig. Oh. So she's wearing disguises mm-hmm. in London when she's with him, which is crazy. Imagine having to be disguised, like, That's so All she has to do is, like, put thick frame glasses on and a brown wig, and nobody would know. Yeah. Guys, let's Some disguise nude ourselves. lipstick. Let's see what it's like. Uh, no one we- would care. Like... No one cares when I'm me, so me disguised won't make a difference. Oscar, I care when you're you. If I saw you at, like, like Alfred, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's Oscar. It's our podcast sometimes. So you have to meet him. Gertie. He's getting excited, too. Um, you he guys, I just you. want to talk about her beauty for one more second. I feel like she's so underrated as far as a beauty. I think that she's one of the few people that I would just, I'd switch faces with. And her <laughs> legs in, this, like, in every Not scene. Not to her. say that I, like, that sounds conceited. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a lot. For somebody to be like, I'd like to trade my face with you. Yeah. Her like cheekbones and like she's so her symmetrical. Lips. Her lips, her legs. She's I so thought tall. all of nineteen eighty nine, she looked fabulous. I, her legs. Except for her bangs. Her hair, yeah. I like bangs on Taylor. Ooh. I don't think a lot of people can pull them off, I but like I think now Taylor when she's like can. slicking. I don't know what who knows what hairstyle she's gonna go with too. Like she has, we, no one's seen her, Guys, so no one knows what her hair is. She comes be. back as a brunette. I, I don't want die. her to ever do that. That would do either. so much for the brunette community. I would love <laughs> it. No, I would I love don't it. Need that. I always thought I didn't like her mousy Come brown hair, but then when Taylor. she bleached it all, I was like, I don't like yeah, that either. And I, I don't know what color I like on you. I guess it's the color you've been having. Maybe a little bit lighter of a blonde. Like her, the, yeah, just like yeah. tiny bit lighter. Yeah. I just feel like we're not going to see any red lipstick, and that kind of bums me out. No, she's got to I don't know. I would like if she went a little bit more nude and pinky. She's going to go like. I think she looks plum. prettier when she has a more like natural makeup. I liked her when she did like bur- in the burglary scene because she's wearing the pink with like glitter. I'm like, that's fun. And she has her green nails. I'm like, and her hair looked good. Yeah. And she's wearing the boot, the purple boots, and like the hoodie. Such a look. Oh wait, also she has new merch and she has the iHeart TS shirts in her wait, merch store. Wait, I went to her merch store the day the it. single <laughs> came out, and I thought her merch was terrible. No, she her did merch she was pretty bad. Stuff? She I added after the video. Okay, she added got it. it. Yeah. Also, do you think that everyone's saying that, you know, the font of Reputation is very similar to the St. Pablo tour? It, it, I mean, that? nothing Taylor does is a mistake. <laughs> like, everything is so... Do you think so, it's similar? Or you it's kind of similar. It re- kind of is. It's kind of similar. Like, it's hard to not think that it's similar. But okay. it's also very, like, rappy, like, hardcore, like... Well, everyone's uh, saying it's New York Times. Like, it was more tabloid. Uh, but I think it looks but way too so, close to Kanye's. Yeah. So, I mean, and, like, nothing she does is bad. Like, she m- must know what his merch is like when she's designing her album cover, which is going to be the biggest, but... Yeah, Which is why I'm kind Ooh, of. She has think. a silver snake ring. Yes. That's cool. So I all like the that. jewelry in the tub was Neil Lane jewelry. Shout out to Neil. Hell yeah, I Neil love Lane. Yeah. Neil's the best. He's crazy. Um, okay, I think we have to wrap this up. Before we leave, I do want to say that I don't love the font on the album cover. I feel like the album cover could have been done by uh, anyone. Mm-hmm. I could have handed it over to a friend that like does graphic design, and they'd be like, "Okay, here you go." Yeah. it looks really cheap to me. I completely I agree, agree. and I think it's too close to Kanye. I think she should have done something way. I different. think like Kanye would Doesn't never me give in. that a go. No, the, font the font from the St. Yeah. Pablo tour is the exact same. Which is on weird. The, the video has so many good visuals. Like I think any of those scenes could have been an album cover. Anything yeah. yep. or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just all black. Oh Just, yeah, it would have been. Cool, yeah. Which is really, yeah. really well, I guess basic. Every other album Plain. she had was colorful and cute. And yeah. this is not either of those. Yeah. So there we go. It's not being colorful or cute. It's just, it doesn't seem. 
It's I don't like the sweater she's wearing in it either, to be honest. When do you guys think we're going to get um, the next single? single? I don't think. My first I thought October because I'm like, this single is going to kind of go. Because people were kind of mad about. Her like, birthday's in December. Wait, I thought her. Oh, yeah. December. She just always releases in That's October. right. That's yeah. right. But I thought October at first because I thought the single Ashley would last. Ashley gives me such a like, mean look. I like, it's so crazy. It's like <laughs> <laughs> but I, now now that the video is so big, maybe not until album. I don't think it's necessary. Remember how she used to release singles up until the release day of the album? Yeah. That's We're not going to do it funny. anymore. We're not Everyone, doing that anymore. It's the opposite of where she used to do. All right, guys. This things was, are sticking in there. If you don't like great. Taylor Swift, thanks for listening. I mean, I'll be <laughs> know if you don't like ago. Taylor, you definitely <laughs> didn't listen to this, but we still love you. But Make we sh- love you guys. Thanks so much for like always writing us and tweeting us. Please and comment us messages. and subscribe and rate and everything. I'm emotionally drained after talking about Taylor. It's like reliving all my emotional trauma. It's just that we all had so much to say, and it's frustrating in order to get it all out. There's still so much we can do. Love you, love you, love you guys. Don't know why you listen to us talk, but it means a ton to us. (laughs) Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.